You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, biohacker, podcast host. And on today's episode, we're joined by Tim Gray. He is the, he's known online as Tim the Biohacker. He's a London-based optimization biohacker, psychology specialist, and he's the founder of several successful London-based digital marketing agencies. And he is the founder of the Biohacker London Meetup, which is a gigantic biohacking meetup, and the founder also of the Health Optimization Summit. The Health Optimization Summit is a biohacking conference in London that we talk a lot about in this episode. Why? Because it goes through a lot of the different emerging people and topics of the current biohacking optimal performance life, the universe. And uh, and on this episode, we dig into a lot of cool things. Um, this is actually, full disclosure, a second try. Uh, we recorded this episode uh, recently, but two weeks ago we recorded the first one, the file got corrupted, and so if it seems a little lax or irreverent in the beginning or throughout, it's because uh, Tim and I have already done this, but the content is really great. When I asked that first question of what time is it where you're recording this, and what have you put into your body? Just listen to the things that he goes through, his story into biohacking, why he decided to turn to um, optimizing his body came through a experience he had with a filling that led him to really dig deep and figure out what was going on in his body, what was going on in his environment. And uh, in addition to talking through a lot of the guests that will be present at the Health Optimization Summit, like Merrick Doyle, Dave Asprey, Matt Maruka, Harry Adelson, uh, Quantified Bob Seamland, Gerard Pollock, Christopher Shade, uh, and Shaman Durek, in addition to going through what some of these people are going to be talking about at the Health Optimization Summit, this will lead you down the rabbit hole in a really cool way to figure out and learn more about who's who in um, human performance. Uh, we also cover quite a, a lot of new technologies, uh, consumables that Tim has been trying lately that I am fascinated to dig into a little bit more. And there's links in the show notes to things like Quinton, Hypertonic, New Zest Protein that he's been working on. And uh, in addition to that, Tim goes through the 15 to 18 things that he does every single day to optimize his sleep. I really enjoyed this podcast because Tim goes through a lot of the things that he does that are really practical that we can also do to improve our lives, to biohack ourselves so that we can perform at an optimal level. And I hope that you take away as much great information as I did from this podcast. Again, if you want to look up some of the stuff that we talk about, it's all in the show notes. As always, if you would please drop us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen to this podcast. And Do what I do. Start listening to these podcasts a little bit faster, 1.25 or 1.5 speed, or um, even faster, two times speed, so that you can get a massive quick download to get all this great information uh, in as short as uh, time possible. 
It's such an honor to be bringing you these episodes every single week, and I appreciate your support. I always welcome your comments. Please follow me on Instagram, Real Sean McCormick, S-E-A-N, and Optimal Performance Podcast. Always with the with the hot content, <laughs> whatever that means. And uh, thank you for listening. I uh, really appreciate it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Tim Gray. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. Tim, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks for having me, buddy. It's good to speak to you. Yeah. Let's jump into this. Uh, If you would please tell everybody what time it is where you're at and what you have put into your body today. What have you put into your body? It's 3.16 p.m. And today I have had seven different probiotics on an empty stomach. Um, Then I have some water, filtered water, and some Quintin hypertonic. And I have had, uh, an hour later, some proteolytic enzymes on an empty stomach, 10 of. Then I waited an hour and had my bulletproof coffee loaded with collagen, colostrum, potassium, glyconate, uh, gluconate and um, butter and XCT oil. Then I waited another hour and I had a new zest, green, lean, clean, lean protein um, with cacao nibs and um, uh, chia seeds blended. That's it. Tell me more about the Quintin hypertonic. So um, Quintin Hypertonic, Dr. Quintin was around early 1900s and he realized that if he used seawater that came from sea plankton filtered from, for bacteria and stuff and injected it into children, um, then it would help reverse a lot of sickness problems that they had. Now the plankton, the sea plankton apparently helps the minerals from the water get into the cell, which hydrates people from the inside out, which makes their immune systems work better. Since the health industry has made that all products that would be put into people intravenously should be pasteurized beforehand, which kills obviously the enzymes off, which means the cells don't take it up so much, but you can still get it in glass vials like this. Um, uh, Quicksilver Scientific do it in the U- in the US um, and Kinton Hydration Totem Sport do it in the UK. Um, so yeah, you just supplement that. And I put that in my juices and smoothies and things, but that's 78 minerals and sea plankton, um, enzymes, live enzymes. That's um, incredible. That is, uh, what is the, is, is that have a noticeable effect for you when, when you started taking it? Yeah, yeah. Big time, big time. I'm actually just starting tomorrow a, um, a hidden, a hidden uh, uh, a test for them specifically to come off every other supplement and take Clinton hydration and if I can reach it with my headphone cables on one second a new a new Amiga plant-based Amiga oil um, for really 
well-rounded set of oils um, for for that, which is a new product that they'll be bringing out. And this isn't available, I don't think, yet, but it's BioS technology, apparently. Um, ALA, GLA, omega-3, omega-6, essential fatty acids, and vitamin E. Uh, apparently, it's a very, very high-quality one, and it's plant-based. So I have that in the morning with a hypertonic, which hypertonic is twice the strength as the um, level of your blood isotonic I have in the evening before bed, which is the same concentration as your blood in terms of um, minerals. So that way it hydrates you, gives you the right electrolytes properly, gives you the right, um, it gives you the plankton, which helps your cells take it up and also the right DHA. Now I know several people um, say you shouldn't supplement with um, DHA because it's spoiled and bad. Well, um, I believe the proof is in the pudding. Um, testing it out and seeing how I react to it is what I'm doing right now. So yeah, so that's that's roughly the science behind it. That that is the approach that you've taken for a lot of your own experimentation, right? Is is to I want to see how this makes me Tim feel. This is about my own my own personal optimization of health. Is, is that from the get go? Has that been important to you to maybe ignore or uh, let me just ask in a different way. How do you approach? Because there's all sorts of new shit coming in all the time. You know, you just mentioned you just you just said six things that I've never heard of. Um, What is your process for exploring what to take, how to take it, whether it works for you, you know, like the DHA thing, I've seen the same things. You made a choice. Like I'm going to take this. I want to see how it makes me feel. Can you walk us through your process a little bit about how you do N of one and, and how you approach the different things that you take? What an awesome question. I've never been asked that before. Um, I think I like to, I want optimal health. I want optimal mind. I want optimal energy. And now I'm just starting to work on an optimal body opposed to being a skinny little, skinny little thing that's way too keto. Um, <laughs> I, I think everything, there's a, there's a um, way around everything. It's just a matter of finding it. So if there's nothing wrong with me, I don't do anything. I just continue with my current stack. <laughs> I was going to say my natural stack and um, <laughs> taper it down until I've almost nothing left and add things back in only when I need it. And I generally test on a cellular level. So that's uh, metabolomic intercellular testing. So it says if you're deficient of uh, alpha lipoic acid or uh, deficient in a certain mineral, then you supplement to get that into the cell. Um, the the other thing is, is that um, I like to take things to see how I feel. Now, for me, it's an N equals one. Like, for instance, someone this week said, oh, you shouldn't t- get your mercury fillings extracted from your mouth because that's dangerous. Well, Okay, in theory, it might be. If it's done properly, it might not be. For me, I had my fellings taken out. I did chelation therapy, and I got better. So it doesn't matter whether people say, well, that doesn't work or that's not good for you. If I got better, N equals one, that's perfect for me because I'm getting healthier. I don't care about you know the whole world, it not working for everyone. I care about what works for me and then share my experience so that people can benefit from it. Now, how I learn things is if there's 10 people around talking about something, I take that on board. I don't say they're right, they're wrong. I take it on board. I understand that that's their opinion. And I go, okay, I will bear that in mind. I will make my own assumptions for the, from the data in the world around me. And I will go, okay, I want to try that or I don't want to try that. If I do try it, I start small and I ramp it up and test to make sure to see how I do feel. So um, 
Let me think about this. When when I met the guys from Kinton, it was by a complete accident, actually. Um, he said, I said, well, I use Himalayan rock salt in my water. I use soul solution. And he goes, well, you wait until you try this. And I was like, mm, he's just trying to sell me seawater. And it's just salt water. And I was just like, it's just another product. And he said, Tim, trust me, just try it out and then report back. You know, I don't expect anything else. I said, okay, and I dropped the salt water. I use some hydration. Within a couple of days, um, my frequent urination, which wasn't too bad at that point because I'd optimized it a lot, but it still wasn't great. I found that I needed to drink less. I peed less. Um, I felt more energy. And um, I felt that my body recovered. Obviously, electrolytes make your whole electrical system work. So having them optimal means that you are optimal. Not having them optimal means you're suboptimal. So testing those in and then tracking my energy levels and how my sleep is and how my hormone hormones balance after a period of time. I know that over a three, maybe four year period of testing my blood on full blood count and looking at my balance of um, minerals, I was always deficient in some. And if you look at the, if you know blood tests and you look at them frequently, you'll know that there's often a column where there's a line where it tells you if you're low, medium or high. And I always used to be super low below the minimum on marker and then after taking kinton for a month and it was just over a month actually they were all straight down the middle perfect which is the first time ever when i've been doing tests like very regularly that it had been correct and my energy was better my mental clarity was better everything else was good so for me that goes n equals one perfect thank you now i can share my experience someone may hear that and go i want to test that someone else may go that's bullshit and not test it. That's fine by me. What I'm doing is saying this is what I'm doing. So that's what that's the kind of my my modus operandi. It's the same with um, the brand that I mentioned earlier on, Newzest. Um, they're a, a protein powder brand. Um, they reached out to me and said we'd love you to try our product and shout about our product. And I said I will try it, but I'm not going to shout about it until I truly believe in it. Like, because I don't just want to be affiliate marketer. I want to talk about things that I truly believe in. I will test it. I would do it on its own. I can't promise to do it straight away because I have three or four things lined up to test first. But when I do, I will then shout about it. Well, it was about six weeks later I started testing it. And I was like, actually, this stuff is really good. And I don't usually like green protein powders or this or that or the other. I found it to be very good. And there are several other brands out there that are good as well. But for me, it's like I test it, I see how I perform, and then I talk about it. And if everyone did that, that would be a lot of N equals one data where people only talk about products that are fantastic, opposed to going, I'm going to pay you to talk about this and only talk about it because I'm paying you, not because it's going to make people healthier or better. That's the beauty of the internet, podcasts, Instagram, all of this lot, because we're really talking about what works, opposed to, I believe this is the right way you should do it and you should do this, otherwise you're stupid. No, it's not the right way, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds very... Um... Uh, I don't know, kung fu a little bit, like to see how you feel, to see what comes in, to test it for yourself, yeah. to measure the response and how your body feels. Um, how frequently are you doing? You, you know, you mentioned that you're that you were doing a lot of blood testing uh, during the, that the period of most recently. How frequently do you get your blood tested? I was getting it done every two weeks. Um, and that was, 
quite a lot of different tests as well. But I mean, I in in January last year, I think it was, I did nine tests in January just to do a beginning um, start the year off. I shared it out on Instagram, I think. Um, one of them was obviously Viome. Uh, another one was the hair mineral analysis test, which to check for mercury excretion levels. Um, another one was obviously full blood count, toxoplasmosis, blah, 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 a whole load of different tests. So you can see on Instagram way before I was sharing out a lot of the the more um, the types of biohacks that I didn't use to share about. But I, I, you know, I've I've let go of people judging me um, and kind of gone, well, I'm just putting the information out there, what I'm doing, and I'm enjoying the ride. That's it. So if you look back on my Instagram from uh, last January, then you'll probably see it, uh, which I'm just scrolling back through now. I want to, people to know for those uh, for those on this side of the pond that are not familiar with your origin story, how you found yourself into this strange world. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about how you found yourself in this position of of testing and, and sort of your origin story and hyperbaric and all that good, good stuff laid on us. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be quick. Um, I, uh, I got really ill and, uh, started getting kidney stones, urinary tract infections, bladder problems, energy problems and whatnot. Um, and, um, went on antibiotics for three months and, uh, got more and more bloated, sicker and sicker and sicker. Um, and I was in and out of the doctors for the space of a year, you know, at least once a week until I was in there every day, one week. And, um, I was almost at the end of my road. Let's just put it that way. And, um, I said to the doctor, I said, doctor, you know, what's wrong with me? And he said, Tim, we've done everything. I don't know. Can't tell you. And shrugged his shoulders. And I kind of went, okay, I need to take matters into my own hands. Um, anyway, so I went home for a few days, a bit depressed. That's the wrong word, but, you know, trying to figure out where I was to go with this. And then I just happened to get thrush around one of my fillings. And, um, so I Googled thrush and fillings, and then it came up with amalgam illness, i.e. mercury toxicity. Uh, so I got tested and I had really high levels of, so I started studying mercury toxicity and reading every single book and every single blog and every single bit of forum that I could, um, to, to try and to destroy the information and understand it before, you know, going in. One of the books that I found uh, along the way recommended to me by a holistic dentist was uh, The Mercury Diaries, uh, which is a story about Danny, who is now a very good friend of mine, who got so ill from mercury toxicity that basically he was allergic to just about everything. And all he could do was eat salad, lettuce specifically. Um, he's a, a city boy from London, a trader. And what he did along the way, which went from things like liver flushes to um, adrenal cortex extract to support the adrenals or thyroid to support the, the thyroid and all of the different things along the way, which opened my eyes to this crazy world um, that most people call crazy. Um, and I didn't know anything about biohacking at that stage at all. I just knew about all this stuff that I was researching. And then one day someone poured some oil in my coffee um, and it was floating on the top, this thick layer. And I said, what's this? And said, well, this is supposed to switch your brain on. And it was brain octane oil. I was like, oh, what is this? It's bulletproof coffee. So anyway, I, I decided to spend this money out, 35 pounds or 40 bucks on this oil and a lump of butter and blend it into my coffee one day. And I did it with my girlfriend at the time. 
but we were working at home and I realized that hours went past and my brain was as clear as it had ever been working for hours solidly. And it was suddenly like two or three in the afternoon. I hadn't eaten. I was just like, what is this? So I started looking into what Bulletproof coffee was and then the Bulletproof radio, Dave Asprey, you know, the usual routine for a lot of us guys in this space. Um, one of the things that he mentioned in one of the podcasts was hyperbaric oxygen therapy and how amazing it is for energy and healing and all these things. So I started researching it. I tried it out. I loved it. It worked really well for me. I won't go into the specifics, but it really did work well for me almost overnight. Couldn't commute outside of London two hours each way every day uh, that I was going twice a week and running several companies at the time. I didn't have time for it. So I said to the doctor, I want to open one up in London because no one else did it. So I did. I built the business over the space of a month and got it running. Um, we now have a clinic in central London. I actually just, uh, just sold it last week actually. Um, so I can focus on the health optimization summit instead, but, um, yeah, so I got into it that way and then reading, researching, listening to podcasts, going around the conferences, meeting the guys, getting to know my heroes, um, and becoming friends with them. And yeah, um, then the, I guess to round it off is, um, I went to the Bulletproof conference in Pasadena 2017 and was just overwhelmed by how many cool people there were there and how much of a community there was in this space. And in London, there was really no one I knew other than the odd person that was into health. Um, I decided to start a meet back in London, which went to about 500 people. And that's called Biohacker London. And then I realized that a lot of people didn't understand what biohacking meant like I didn't and relabeled it to health optimization and Biohacker London. And it grew from 500 people to 1,000 people almost overnight. Now I've got a community in London. We over a hundred of us meet every single month and um, we're just, we're testing. It's, you know, new science, testing new things out. N equals one um, from supplements to talking about posture, which is this month, last month, sleep optimization uh, with Dr. Greg Potter um, and everything in between. Now I find myself making a summit, the health optimization summit in London and that's with uh, Bulletproof Upgrade Labs and Paleo FX, the two titans in this space, uh, the biggest collaboration we've seen. And that's happening in London in September, September 14th and 15th. That's the story. <laughs> that's a great That's a great story. That's a great story. At what point did you realize that you needed to double down, go big, and host a gigantic conference? Was it, was it in the midst of the meetup group grow, growing – what, were you just so struck by the community? Was it sort of a perfect storm that led you to now be <laughs> the guy hosting this gigantic conference? Like, when, do, when did you know that it was like, okay, I have to fucking do this? Um, hmm. um, a lot of people said, oh, is that strategic? You built a meetup group or not, not to do that? No, it wasn't. I just did it because I wanted a group of friends. I thought the meetup group was going to have 10 or 20 people. That's it, you know, tops. And I'd have a group of biohackers in London. But no, um, as it went on and it grew more and more and more, I couldn't believe it. I was like, shit, 50 people have turned up. Shit, 80 people have turned up. Oh my God, I've got over 100 people. And it's like, and then people reaching out to me asking my opinion on stuff because you don't realize how much you've learned until people start questioning and asking and like, you on these things. And they're seeing results to a lot of people that you realize actually, right, I've learned a lot of stuff. I didn't even realize it. Um, and then someone said, well, you should do a conference. Why don't you meet the guys from Helsinki who run a biohacker summit over there? which I did and got to know them and explored working with them. But their definition of biohacking is slightly different to mine, which I appreciate. I decided to do a summit myself. Um, and I think what I want is unity in this space, everyone to get along and appreciate each other. 
Um, and I want us to fuel this space, which is people's health and put egos to one side and go, you know, let's make the world a better place and let's bring everyone together. Um, and uh, yeah, so that the summit came after the meetup, which just kind of grew through natural progression, which told me I had to do it. You know, even though it's big and scary, it's like, what would you do if you knew it couldn't fail, right? Yeah, right. Yes. It's a really cool feeling when people, and I'll just speak for myself, when people smarter uh, than me say, are asking me questions about biohacking stuff, you know, people who are scientifically more sophisticated uh, are asking mm. questions about about this biohacker, that biohacker, this, you know, uh, this technology that I happen to know a little bit about. That's when you realize, like, I guess I, I suppose I have accumulated quite a lot of information that I, that I, that I can share with people. I imagine that that happens to you quite a lot where, where people are inspired by you and then they just go way into it and come back and say, Oh man, I've been looking at this. I've been trying this. I've been tracking that. And, uh, it's just really exciting because, Mm -hmm. We, we are, the, the deck is stacked against us globally. There are more and more things that are slowly killing us. There are more and more environmental toxins. The food is getting worse and worse. The air is getting worse and not to be, you know, doom and gloom about it, but, um, it's really easy to hurt ourselves, even with something as simple as dental work, you know? Um, or the shapes of our skulls, you know, I don't know if you're into mewing and like the pressing up the tongue of the top of the soft palate to spread out the, I mean, like for goodness sakes, the fact that that that's a thing now where anyway, uh, it's, it's inspiring because so many people can benefit from such little adjustments to their life. Uh, and now you've decided to, uh, to, to double down, triple down. Let's talk a little bit about some of the guests <laughs> that you have uh, for the Optimization yeah. Summit. And Tim, what we're going to do is I think that we should kill the video so that we can improve the audio quality if that's okay with you. Uh, we'll just keep rolling from mm-hmm. it. If you would, can you tell mm-hmm. us, please, a little bit um, a little about, a little bit about some of the guests that, that, that people can look forward to for the Health Optimization Summit? Yeah, sure. Um- of course. Um, we've got – what's important for me is that I integrate health, fitness, medical wellness, nutrition, and biohacking. And I think for the general public to understand this is what biohacking is, all of these areas, um, is one thing. So I've looked at curating the content around specific topics, which are mind, body, and environment. So obviously biohacking links the whole lot. Um, we've got Dave Asprey, um, CEO of Bulletproof We've got Harry, Dr. Harry Adelson, who is the full body stem cell guy that looks after all the big guys. Um, Dr. Mark Atkinson, who is the founder of uh, the Bulletproof Training Institute, now the Human Potential Institute. We've got uh, John Gray, who is the author of Men Are From Mars, Women From Venus, and one of the most published authors of all time in relationship optimization, hormone optimization, et cetera, et cetera. So that's really cool. We've got Gerard Pollock, who's the founder, um, the, the main researcher behind Fourth Phase Water, um, who's a kind of a big deal. We've got Dr. Chris Shade, uh, founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific, uh, who's all into, into intercellular uh, detoxification, specifically around mercury, in my opinion, and hydration. Uh, we've got Quantified Bob, who's a good friend of mine, um, who was one of the early guys from the Quantified Self Movement, and he's going to be talking about 
biohacking overlapping with quantified self so we can quantify what we're doing. We've got uh, Luke Story, who does the Lifestylist podcast. He's a, a, a big biohacker. We've got, oh, crikey, we've got, I'm just looking through the list now. Um, we've got Dr. Nasha Winters, who will be talking about integrative oncology. We've got Daryl Edwards, who talks about movement as a medicine. We've got uh, Alexander Wunsch, who is the main guy behind photobiomodulation um, and uh, light healing. Dr. Scott Sher and hyperbaric oxygen therapy and uh, cellular optimization, which is the testing that I do. Uh, Aubrey de Grey, who um, is the main longevity guy. We've got Ben Pakulski in body composition. I mean, we, the list goes on and on and on. Jeez. Yeah. <coughs> that, I mean, like, that's, uh, those are, those are giant names. You know, I think let's choose one and, and it's, I know it's, they're all, they're all guests of yours here coming up. But let's choose one and talk about some of the work that they do that you think that people should really, really know about. Is there anybody in that list? Because a, a lot of our listeners are going to know a lot of those names. Is there, is there someone in that list of names that you think like, hey, this, this person is really being innovative? Anything that you'd like to share specifically? Um, where do I start? Um, <laughs> Well, I think um, obviously biohacking uh, with Dave is a great place to start where it came from, where it is and where it's going, the future of biohacking and what that means for the world. I think that's a really, really important topic that people should understand what biohacking by definition actually is. Um, it's about the future of medicine and health and um, bringing everything together. I think that's really important. Um, stem cells with Dr. Harry Adelson. Obviously, stem cells is getting a lot of press at the moment, and it's growing very, very quickly just because of the absolutely amazing results that it's getting. Um, I think uh, the quantified side of things uh, with quantified Bob, for instance, is really, really important because it's about understanding what you put in and what you get out from what you're doing. So it's not just taking another supplement and saying, yeah, I feel better subjectively all the time. That's fine some of the time, but not all of the time. It's good to quantify it in the data to prove to people this is how my body is improving. So that's that's really important. Um, what else? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I think uh, the work behind Simland, um, who's um, going to be talking on uh, autophagy and the ketogenic diet specifically and fasting. And I think that's really important for people to understand about uh, how to fit fasting into a high fat diet or, or in diet in general. And then also we've got um, Matt Maruka, who is uh, Jack Cruz's mentee, who will be speaking on sunlight, um, grounding, EMFs, and basically a lot of translating a lot of things that Jack Cruz talks about um, in a more applied in the real world setting. Um, and then we've got Marek Doyle, um, who will be is a specialist in the UK uh, for, I guess, biohacking, but he's not classed as a biohacker himself. Um, it's about looking at protocols, why some protocols work for some people and don't work for others. What, Tim, what are you exploring now what are you testing uh in yourself you told me you told us what your 
what you've put in your body for today. And I'm curious about, is there something that's not working that you're trying to figure out? Or is there something that you're trying to optimize in this very moment? No, not so much at the moment. Not not on a conscious level. Um, I think um, I've been working on jet lag for quite a while because I've been flying to the States and back to go to various conferences. Um, so I feel like I've nailed jet lag almost completely now. Um, that's a <laughs> That's a big area for me. Um, traveling eight hour time difference can be a, can be a bitch, um, from London to LA, but I think that that's down if you, if you do the various things. And I did an Instagram post on it a couple of months ago, uh, which was, was a pretty, pretty busy one for me. Um, what else? Uh, I had stem cell surgery about four months ago, uh, for a sinus lift which got infected. Um, but I've been working on that because I've had some pressure in my sinuses. And I think, uh, that's an area I'm trying to optimize. But apart from that, I think, uh, I think I'm, you know, 99%, 99% there. You got, uh, you got stem cells done to, did you say lift your sinuses? How do you, what does that mean? Yeah. So, well, basically, I, um, a big part of my journey has been obviously amalgam fillings or the dental optimization. And um, I'd had pressure in my sinuses for a long time. And I'd always put it down to just living in the city and having a smoky, living in a smoky city. Uh, because whenever I'd go to um, an ear, nose and throat specialist or a Max Fax doctor, they would say, well, people in London typically have inflamed sinus lining because of the smoke. Oh. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Did you hear all of that? Yeah, that was rad. Wow. Um, <laughs> this, um, this episode's going to be zany. I like it. Oh, man. That was, uh, that was a phone call came in and started playing something on YouTube on my laptop. <laughs> What's going on there? Um, so... Um, Good tune though. So um, yeah. basically, um, when the UK system—if it's all right to just continue—the um, UK, the, the UK specialist that I saw just said, "Look, you know, uh, just put some cream in your nose, and that will help clear whatever is going on for the pain that you have." And so I, I, flew, I flew to another country to see a MaxVac specialist, and and he said, "Well, you've actually got an infection in the bone, and you need to." Um, you need to have a sinus lift because there's not much bone left where you had a, a cavitation in the bone. So when they opened me up, actually, there was a whole load of necrosis bone, which is dead bone that was rotting and full of pus built up into uh, the bone there. So they opened me up, they cut through the, the, um, the gum into the jaw and then through to the sinuses and then uh, use stem cells to re to basically help the bone regrow back up in the jaw area. Mm. Um, mm. So obviously it's very close to one of the nerves up there. So um, I've had pressure up and down from that. So really it's just about optimizing that. And I think uh, the, uh, that's really the only thing I'm working on currently. And uh, with a little bit of iodine and some salt water and sinus flush uh, using a neti pot is what I'm working on at the moment. That's it. Let's, let's talk about nicotine, LSD, and caffeine. <laughs> sure, sure. Want to want to do Congratulations. some? Do you want to do some? Uh, can you tell us a little bit about um, what, how you're thinking about these three things? Uh, you posted something on Instagram recently about the, you know, the half life and and how these things wear off, and how we how we can use and, and approach these three things for um, for 
uh, as a biohack, as, optim- as an optimization mm-hmm. tool. Um, what, mm-hmm. what did you do? How are you thinking about it? Walk us through a little bit about uh, where your head is there. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I love my coffee. I do, as a lot of us in this space do. Um, I, my main goals for biohacking in the past was one, health, two, mental clarity, and three, immune system, four, now, body, um, as in terms of composition. Um, then because I'm so into my coffee and mental clarity, which helps me work and figure a lot of this stuff out. One thing that I have been into has been my sleep optimization. And I spent a lot of time doing that, tracking it to the extreme, obviously with the aura as usual and trying out all of the gadgets and gizmos from chili pads to, um, uh, different essential oils to see which different essential oils make me sleep better to a grounding bed sheet, et cetera, et cetera. So I went to see uh, Matthew Walker speak when he came to London um, to catch up with him um, about sleep optimization. One of the things he said is about the half-life of caffeine. And he said, you know, obviously the half-life of caffeine is, um, I think it's six, uh, five or six hours from memory. And depending on who you are um, and how fast you metabolize it. So, well, I'm going to look into the half-life of caffeine because if, I, if the half hour is um, five hours, then obviously at seven and a half hours, it's at 25%. Well, it's actually six hours. And at nine hours, it's at 25%. So if you have a coffee at three o'clock and go to bed at midnight, it's almost like you've had a quarter of a cup of coffee, which means you're not going to sleep as optimally as you should. Definitely not. So I thought I'm going to look into this and see what stimulants or things of mental clarity I could use and at what timing so that I could still sleep deeply. Now, there's a product that came out called a Trokey, and you can look them up on Instagram, which is Troscriptions, which is a mix of nicotine, caffeine, CBD, and methylene blue. And they're really nice. They're low level in each of the, the things, which give you a nice mental clarity, um, well as a nootropic without making you lose sleep. So I thought, well, I'll check out the half-life of these things. Now, LSD was just a little thing I wanted to add on there because I know in certain places where it's legal, LSD used as a microdose um, is very popular. So basically what, what I wanted to do is to tell people that are all going on about their sleep optimization, re- realize that you should change your coffee coffee habits. And that's what I, that's basically why I did the post. So yeah, half-life of caffeine versus nicotine versus LSD. So what it tells me is I can have caffeine up to 11, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, basically, it's half-life and my bedtime. I then have nicotine up to 3 p.m. and LSD all day, every day. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> and, no, um, I mean, I yes, so basically LSD is obviously much um, – like it's in between nicotine and caffeine in terms of its half-life. For those of you that do, do want to experiment, it's just really just to um, show a comparative thing. Um, I like nicotine. I think it's good as a spray we have here in the UK, but in the States, I think you can only get it as patches or gum. It's like a mouth spray? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Actually, a lot of guys I know over in LA actually get them shipped over from the UK. Ah. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. uh, the natural stacks a lot of the natural stacks guys are using, um, um, nicotine dip toothpicks, just walking around, kind of letting it absorb in through their mouth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
It's really good. I find it really good. So when I pick up a book, I take a spray of nicotine and then it helps my brain kick into action. Um, but there, I mean, depending on what you're doing, if I'm in ketogenic, if I'm fully ketogenic um, that day, my mental clarity is pretty good. If I've had hyperbaric, it's pretty good. You, you know, adding any nicotine or caffeine in doesn't really improve that any further because you can only get 100% clarity uh, at absolute peak. So you can't go to 110% mental clarity. It's just not possible. So it's about stacking them right to get to the point where you need your brain to be to do the work that you've got in that day. Right. Well, and and now, you know, bringing up the the very important point of just the right amount of the right combination of stuff early enough in the day to get all your work done without staying up wired until, you know, 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock at night. That's 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 key, right? You know, you can you can take a whole bunch of different things. You can um, you can experiment with supplements and additives and seawaters and stuff like that. But if you're if you're wired and staying up and can't get to sleep or, or can't get into deep sleep, then obviously uh, it's something that needs to be addressed. That it's it's a balance, right? I mean, we this is called the optimal performance podcast, and 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 sometimes in order to perform optimal, we have to stop doing everything. <laughs> we have to like shut up, sit down, take a nap, meditate, go to sleep, you know, stop taking uh, any supplements or anything for, for a, for amount of time to let your, your body readjust itself. Um, are you big into sleep? Uh, is sleep something that you've been looking at? Yeah, I have. I've done a lot. Not a lot of sleep in my life. <laughs> I do it every day. You do? <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I, I do 15 to 18 different things every day to optimize my sleep. And that sounds like a lot of work, but most of them are set up. So it's already there in place. Uh, and my talk I gave at the Upgrade Labs conference, I, I listed out all of them on, a, on a, um, one of the slides taken from the biohackers handbook if you've heard of it and i recommend anyone that's uh, listening to this that buys a copy biohacking handbook um i then adjusted the image they have in a, a biohackers bedroom to have my additional things in it um so yeah check that one out uh i have a red light stack as my bedroom light which i have on a remote control so i can use that as my night light uh it says a blue light i use my blue blockers i have a chili pad uh i have a himalayan rock salt lamp I have um, silicon earplugs to shut out the outside world so my fight or flight isn't constantly listening, listening out for noises. I use essential oils and test different ones depending. Lavender is my favorite at the moment for obvious reasons. Uh, a blackout blind. My room is completely black because I go to bed way after dark and wake up way after sunrise. What else? I use um, human charger in the morning or a Lumi light for blue light to wake the brain up and uh what else crikey there's so many different things uh grounding bedsheet is another one which i found to be very good actually very very good is the does the grounding bedsheet have what like is is it actually plugged in and grounded properly to the wall yes it is yeah yeah so it's about 150 bucks on amazon and it just plugs into the neutral point, uh, no, the earthing point on the uh, on the wall socket, basically. And then it's got silver, a woven silver line in it. Uh, so yeah, you you're constantly ground it out. That's cool. Do, do you remember? Mm. Is it just called a grounding grounding bedsheet? 
Yeah, grounding bedsheet is all I all I googled and Amazon came up as usual. You know, one, two, three, four, and five on on Google, and then I just researched the various ones on there and looked at the different feedback and then tested it with my Aura data to see how it does. And I've I've, I've stopped using it for two weeks and then started using it to start with. I would get you know five to seven percent better sleep um, in terms of Aura score overall score then after a while i felt like my worked better and better from being grounded more and more and therefore it didn't give me as much of a percentage increase after a period of time but if i stop using it for a couple of weeks when i add it back in i do get a lift again for a few days and i think um that's down to grounding being so good as an anti-inflammatory there's a documentary called uh, i think it's earthing uh, by clint ober who's actually sent me a copy of the the preview to watch because I think we're going to scream it, stream it, uh, the uh, the optimization summit this summer, um, the world, the, the UK premiere. Uh, when I was watching that, it was going into more of the details behind grounding and, and where it's at today, not the older documentary. And it was saying how amazing it is for as an anti-inflammatory. So for me, it, it, it's telling me that there's a direct link um, where I'm getting inflamed, where I'm not grounding or earthing out enough. Bearing in mind, I live in London. Uh, where you know rubber trainers the whole time and don't really connect with the earth that often um it's obviously important while i sleep yeah that's a good point if you're if you're properly grounding consistently you don't need it as much right and the effect is not as yeah yeah that's interesting one of one of your guests kind of stands out as a black sheep to me and i'm curious about it because this is uh, as a as a life coach um, and relationship coach, uh, I think it's important to hear from people like this, but John Gray, men are from Mars, winner, winner from Venus. For me, he's sort of the outlier in this group because, um, because of, he's not a, he's not a biohacker. He's a relationship hacker. If that's, if that's a thing or optimizer, if that's a relationship optimizer, just try to explain that to your to your wag that you've you've hired a, a relationship optimizer um for those for those of you in america wag is wife or girl wives and girlfriends it's a uk term just don't worry about it um can you tell us a little bit about why 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 john gray how is it that he got got added to this uh to this amazing lineup for the health optimization summit <laughs> great question um so once upon a time, I heard Dave Asprey say, John Gray is one of the original biohackers from before there was such a thing. And I think community, and I, I can speak, I think, pretty well on this. Community is a very, very important part of health, mind, happiness, etc. John Gray speaks about community, relationships, happiness, um, stress busting, and how gender roles specifically mean that our hormones are optimized as well. One of the things that struck me when I first met John, this is several years ago, was that he his talk about Beyond Mars and Venus for his newest book was how men that were businessmen had high testosterone and mums that were stay-at-home mums had good estrogen, the right level of estrogen. But when you swap them and put a woman at work in a high-powered business job, her testosterone increased and her estrogen decreased. And you put the man at home and his estrogen increased and his testosterone decreased. Now, that's like, I'm not, you know, this is maybe a controversial area. And he talks about this openly, so I implore you to listen to it more or come and hear him speak on it. But 
like that's a hormone optimization in itself, which means that there's a reason why one was supposed to nurture and one was supposed to provide originally. And I'm not saying that that's, you know, for feminists out there, I understand that, you know, we're in a different place these days, but the hormones and being optimal, that's something that should be borne in mind. And it's like how many people are trying for a baby for so long, they can't get pregnant. And then as soon as they give up and they relax, and one of them gives up work, they get pregnant. You know, well, actually, John Gray is quantifying this and talking about this. So it's a big part, mind, body, environment, it all fits together. So it might not be apparently obvious on the outside, but when you hear him talk, it's very obvious on the inside. That's fascinating. I totally, I mean, it's it's obvious, it's clear to me that, and you're right, uh, fertility rates globally are down they're they're drastically down in north america um i it to me it's obvious that it's stress and hormones and there's a lot of things that we can do for stress there's a lot of things that we can do for hormones but even the roles that we that we take on in the home or at work is it's i mean it, it it makes sense to me and the fact that that John Gray was out ahead of it that far is he still doing is he still doing research into this or is he is he is he sort of uh, tracking and bringing in his uh, his past work and just updating it for the for the current into the current like sort of biohacking paradigm. No, no, but he's been like it most of the time, and he's also researched more as well. Uh, so it's been an evolution. Um, I mean, it's it's great. It's great, great work. And I mean, it wouldn't be an obvious fit for me either. Um, and it wasn't until Dave once said that, obviously, about about John being one of the original biohackers, in, it piqued my interest, basically. And then I heard a podcast with – actually, I sat in on it uh, with uh, Zestology, Tony Wrighton in the UK. He runs one of the health podcasts over here. Um, and John Gray was on that for his book launch over here, which was when I first met him. And it was just like, wow, this stuff is amazing. Like, if only more people knew this, that this is – I guess this is how health optimization comes together and says just biohacking. You know, it's mind-body environment, which includes community, psychology – you know, supplementation, everything. I mean, we've got Shaman Durek, um, who is called, he's into spirit hacking where science meets, uh, energy, I guess. And then he'll be speaking in London as well. Now uh, that's just, I'm happy to, uh, happy to announce that he, he spoke at Bulletproof Upgrade Labs conference, uh, back in LA earlier on this year and his talk, um, and his class was really, really had really great resu- results from it. People were very, very happy with it. So uh, I had to get him along as well. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Shaman Durek. Uh, he's, he's doing something totally unique, unlike, mm. unlike anything else. And, and I'm encouraged by, you know, people working and servicing that the, the spiritual body, the, the spiritual self, the optimization of, 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 of purpose and meaning and depth and soul. I think that that's, for me, that's, that's the future of, that's the future of health optimization and human optimization is getting into death, talking about death, talking about, um, where we, where we came from, our ancestral lineage, you know, shamanic wisdom, not even, not even using, entheogens as a way to, to hack your, to hack your brain and to hack your life, which is something that I've been an advocate for, for a very long time, but to go through these ceremonies, these shamanic ceremonies where breath is involved and movement is involved to upgrade, 
your soul, man. That's that. I think that that's, mm. I think that's a major, major thing. Um, excited. Mm, mm. Yeah. He's also, he's also well, a, just a fascinating guy. Yeah, he is. I mean, I, 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 um, heard a bit of him when I was at upgrade labs and I heard people raving about him. My girlfriend is into karma hacking, which is her spin on, you know, um, she's more of an esoteric than me. I'm more of a data guy, but she was so um, interested in Shaman Direct. So when he was in London, I said, let's go out for, for lunch. And we had a chat and then I went to one of his classes in the evening and I was, I was very impressed with it. I mean, it, some of it's a bit out there for me as a very, very quantified person, but where he talks about the science uh, meeting spirituality, it's absolutely incredible. And it really does tell us that, you know, we're, we're way behind where we could be in the future. Um, uh, yeah, it's an area to explore, definitely. Yeah, I think for me, it's 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 aligned with uh, it's sort of a, a complement to quantum quantum work. You know, mm. I, I I just uh, released an episode with uh, Bruce Lipton last week, uh, <laughs> who originally is a, a stem cell researcher in the friggin' eighties before it was cool, and mm. you know, eventually moved into thinking about uh, quantum physics and the subconscious mind. I, we know so little, Tim. We know so little about, mm. about, about our own brain and about consciousness. And, and I, I know that, that that's, that's, where the, that's where the future is. Um, mm. as, we, as we take this thing uh, home, um, I really do want to give you an opportunity to to encourage people to attend the Health Optimization Summit because this is unlike any lineup of speakers that I've ever I've ever seen before. Um, if you would please give us give us one more sort of high level. Uh, when is it? Where is it? Who will be there? Why they'll be there? Why the hell did you decide to do a conference? And uh, and one more <laughs> sort of appeal to uh to our listeners who who may be interested in attending so thank you mate um it's pulling together health fitness medical wellness nutrition biohacking paleo keto even the vegans are involved in bringing them together saying that we're all super smart minds our goal is health optimization let's work together to fuel health then that's september 14th and 15th it's a two-day conference with 44 exhibitors, really, 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 really carefully picked exhibitors. There's no gap fillers. They're just the best things that I would put into my body or use myself and my team. Um, and, and then about 35 speakers, you know, many of which we've spoken about today. It's the first time in London uh, of anything like this. I've really called in favors around the world to get the biggest and best research names and uh, doctors and specialists from each of these areas to London by calling in favors. No one's getting speaking fees because they believe in where we're going with this, that this is what's needed. And people are along for the vision, or they're not. And I think within Europe, it's never happened on this scale before. And um, it's time to make a change. That's why I'm doing it. Beautiful. Mm. Um, I mean, I obviously I've partnered with Upgrade Labs. And Paleo FX, who are the big titans in this space, as I say, and that's not from a monetary side of things. In fact, I haven't taken a single penny from them for this. I've invested every penny I've ever owned earned into this to make this work because I believe in it. I really, truly do. And it's not a money-making exercise. It's really 
I said to myself, how did I want my life to look? I want to be surrounded by smart people. I want to have great health. I want to fuel other people's health. I want the knowledge to be out there so that if someone like I got ill, you know, people would know how to fix them or know that there's alternative routes out there or new technologies or supplements to help this. And this is the way of putting that out in the real world. Beautiful. Tim, I like to have everybody fill in the blank with this question, a fill in the blank question to end each one of these episodes based on everything that you've experienced and that you've known, that you've learned through your time on this earth. If you would please fill in the blank. Everyone would benefit from knowing that optimizing your sleep, hydrating with the right minerals, and spreading love, not hate, the world would be a considerably better place. It would be much more fun, and everyone would be healthier. Love it. Tim Gray, thank you so much for joining us today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks for having me, man. It's really good. Thank you, mate. And there we go.